You are now listening to Dr. Davina's Dots, your dynamic, optimistic, transformative show designed to relax you, inspire you, encourage you, and motivate you. I am your host, Dr. Davina Smith, bringing you only the best in positive messages and positive music. Enjoy. How's everyone doing today? I'm so glad to be here with you. Thank you for joining me and thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Dr. Davina's Dots. If you would like to connect, please find me on Facebook at Davina Blackett Smith and on IG and LinkedIn at Dr. Davina Smith. Today I have with me an amazing musician, Mr. Daryl Evan Jones, the ambassador of Instrumental Soul. Hello, Daryl, and welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? I am doing great. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm loving the intro, too. I've never heard anybody say it quite like that. That, that sounded really good. Awesome. Thank you. Well, it is a pleasure to have you here today and to sit down with you. And I'm so excited to introduce you to the listeners. They've heard your music and they want to know who is this amazingly talented artist. So let's start from the beginning. I think it's always interesting just to hear, you know, how it began and how your musical journey started. Wow. (laughs) So the, the, the beginning beginning is way back many moons ago. It was actually uh, Christmas Eve, 1976. Uh, my dad came home with, from work with the flu. As he reminded me, uh, because for years I thought he thrust that upon me, it was actually my choice to play the flu. As, as with my, my brothers, he, he put us all through private training lessons and studying theory. And you know, we were the, the church band growing up in Hall. Well, I grew up in the Bronx, but we went to church in Hall. And then, you know, all through my life, I just you know, love, honestly love music in all of its forms and and just kind of absorbed it all. Well, I know that you probably had a lot of great mentors along the way also. Who, you know, has helped you the most in your journey so far? Well, uh, there, there was... My parents were mentors of sorts. My father was actually a musician who plays guitar. Um, my mother was a singer in church. Uh, but then in school, uh, I remember um, Al Altieri was was a, an incredible music teacher and, and band leader. Um, there's a there's a, a guy who was a very good friend of mine, as it turns out. He's 10 years old. He was 10 years older than me. He was from D.C. And, and he played flute, which was, which was kind of encouraged me to do it because you know back then it wasn't exactly the coolest thing for for a boy to be doing but he did it and he did it so well and then there was an older gentleman who was like an uncle to to my brothers and me out of providence and his name was was sam harold they called him big sam from alabama i think he was from south carolina but um he was very uh, pardon the pun instrumental in getting me out there playing um, and then my 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 first pastor, um, Bishop Shelton, Bishop S. McDowell Shelton, was uh, very encouraging and wanted me to, as he said, perfect the flute. Um, so the, these these folks were very very important in in, in pushing me forward and, and encouraging me and challenging me. Okay, awesome. And then you kind of talked about it. You know, you have a history in music. You have a you know family who's in music. Your yeah. your music style is seems to be a combination of like jazz, classical, and gospel. Tell me a little bit about how that you know <laughs> flavor came about. 
Well, gospel was gonna was gonna be no matter what because that's, you know I was, I was raised in the church and played in the church. And I, you know, as you heard me say, we were we were the church band and um, classical because I was classically trained. Have a love for the disciplines of, of, of classical. I mean, classical's everywhere. Jazz not, and not just jazz. Jazz, R and B, soul, funk, hip hop. Um, you can even hear some of those flavors in in in, in, in my music. It's, it's just it's just kind of a, a culmination of of many many styles that I was I exposed myself to, not necessarily as a musician, more as a listener and a music lover. And then they 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 kind of implanted themselves um, on me and, and became a part of of my expression. Okay. Well, there's something, you know, about music that it can just evoke so many feelings and just having that kind of combination. What do you want people to describe your music as? What do you want your listeners to feel and take away after hearing your music? Um, Of course, the the name that I gave it, Instrumental Soul, I, I want that to become a bit of a household name, if you will. Um, music, as you said, is is to me the purpose of music is to convey thought and emotion. To me, that's the purpose of it. And I want people to go away, first of all, feeling better after having listened to my music than they did before they heard it. Uh, I, I want them to 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 take the musical journey with me, and, and you, you'll notice how virtually, if not all, the songs that I've written have some kind of theme in the title. It wasn't named arbitrarily. And since I know that music is so important that um, it's even it's it's even important to, to God Almighty, um, and I want people to hear my music, and in my music, not to be overly dramatic or bold, but to hear God in it. That that's that's what I want people to take away. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about your newest song. Um, since you said, you know, there's always a message, a title behind it. What inspired yeah. this song? So, uh, if, if we're, are we speaking about the first release this year or the latest, the next, the most the, recent We're talking release? about The Grind. The Grind, wow. So, The, the Grind is, 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 one of, is one of 10 songs on the upcoming album. And the album is called Resilient. And, and every single song has a component in someone's resilience, uh, in their in their quest towards their 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 dream, their goal, and the grind, as it as it as it sounds, is is dedicated to encourage every everybody. You know, stay as I say, stay on your grind. You're going to have disappointments. You're going to get beat up. You're going to have highs and lows. But ultimately, you've got to be dedicated, focused, and just stay on your grind because. That thing that you want is not going to come without you doing that. Absolutely. Now, was there a specific event or experience that sparked that idea for you? Not one in, in specificity. There, it's it's kind of a a collection of things. Um, for example, the the previous album, which was eleven years ago, believe it or not, close cousin to to Resilient, was called Relentless, and having suffered many many bruises from that experience and and knowing how 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 stubborn i am when i when i dedicated myself to to a goal 
as I have with with music. I, I, I'm experiencing all these ups and downs and disappointments and highs and lows. Just knew that this this was one of the thoughts that I I wanted to convey. So it wasn't one particular thing. It was just kind of a a stream of things that contributed to this. Awesome. Okay. And, you know, speaking of, you know, the ups and downs and, you know, what would you say is the biggest challenge you've faced as a musician? Wow. There's some big ones, but uh, probably the, arguably the biggest challenge is probably the fact that I don't fit a mold. Um, my, my sound doesn't fit a mold. Most people probably wouldn't expect a 5'11", 200 pound man to be playing the flute um, because let's be honest there there are, there are images that that most in the in- industry want to want to project um, but I think that the, the, the largest is, is arguably the fact that my sound is so different in my actual flute playing style and in my musical writing style um, it doesn't conform and and to, to those in the establishment uh, oftentimes it, it shakes the foundation of, of their comfort zone uh, and and trying to now mind you like I said 11 years ago is is when when I launched relentless and there was almost no flute in what they call smooth jazz um, there, there were a couple here and there and then there were those who doubled on it like you know Najee doubles on flute but that's not his primary you forward to now and you've got quite a few uh, musicians out there where flute is the primary but even then if you listen to again my sound and not to take anything away from them and, and their talents and abilities it's 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 a whole it's a whole different sound and trying to convince people that hey just i know it's not what you're used to but give this a shot i guarantee you'll dig it but just getting that getting your foot in the door as they say that that's a huge challenge yeah, definitely. But I think that, you know, would you also agree that being different is probably your strength as well? I think I think it is. They, they may not see it that way. Um, I, I do. But here, here's where that becomes, to some degree, extra cha- challenging. Um, and not to call anybody out, per se, but if the decision makers, wherever they may be in the industry, if they are looking for a certain sound or look or what have you and you don't fit that but they're the ones who make the decisions now that doesn't become a strength especially if you're if you're conditioned to rely on them to either create these pathways or open the doors for you then no it's not a strength i've just chosen to remain true to who i am not that i have any other choice because i wouldn't know how to sound like anybody else um and, and it's ironic because Looking back, um, though I've played flute on and off since I was eight years old, and I knew about some of these these legends, you know, the Hubert Lawses and and, and 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 so forth. I never listened to them. I knew who they were, but I wouldn't listen to them. And I didn't listen to them because I was so intimidated by them. You got to imagine, you know, this little scrawny kid playing flute. I'm, I've already got a complex, so I never thought, you know, I I'm like I'll never be as good as these guys. So I never listened to them. So then growing up, I didn't know, quote unquote, what a flute was supposed to sound like outside of classical. So I had no choice but to have my own sound 
and didn't realize that it was so unlike just about anybody else. So to me, it's a strength, maybe to talent buyers, maybe to not so much talent buyers, maybe to certain radio people. It's not. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think that it's a great time to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to let the listeners hear your latest release, The Grind. So go ahead, sit back, relax, and we'll be right back.
back. You just heard The Grind right here on Dr. Davina's Dots by Daryl Evan-Jones. So, Daryl, let's talk about another one of your songs, On the Run. Um, Tell me what inspired you to write this particular song. Now, that one I co-wrote. The Grind I wrote all myself. On the Run I co-wrote with Adam Hawley. And uh, forgive me off the top of my head, I don't remember his his writing partner. Uh, Adam Hawley is the producer on the album. Um, and Adam already had most of the background music done when I, when I, when I got with him. And this is one of the, the, the music that he let me hear. And I'm like, you know, that one, that one kind of grabs me. It kind of speaks to me here on the run as a title would seem a little opposed to the rest of the titles and the theme of the album, except if you know how to how to how to look at it and on the run uh i i I liked the title because again with that theme of resilient to me the only thing i'm going to run from because i don't run from my fears but i will run from negativity i will i gotta get away from it as far and as fast as i can so 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 the title held and i of course had to write the, the lead part the flute parts and it was actually a lot of fun. I learned a lot working with Adam and, and people who hear it really, they really seem to dig it. So tell me about some other, I guess, if you had to pick a person that you would love to work with on your next project, who would that be? <sighs> wow, that's so loaded. Um, it would be, it has to be one person? No, no, not at all. Oh, okay, good, good, good. I'm glad you said that. Um, because I would pick anybody if, if I had the ability to it would be Quincy Jones this next one's going to sound strange but it would be Timbaland I would work with Adam with Adam again Herbie Hancock good lord the, the things he could imagine and, and, and push um, those, those, those are the ones who come most readily to mind okay Now, I know you said, you know, you put a lot of emotion into your songs. Have you seen a difference between when you perform live and when you, you know, get feedback from someone listening to a recorded version? How does it impact them differently or the same? Most people would agree. And, and, you know, I've heard this from people, too, that there's, there's nothing quite like a live performance from just about anybody. Um... But when you when you're when you're on stage and, and and you're there with the people and they can see, hear, and feel your honesty and and your emotion and, and your expression, that's a connection that can never be established in any other way. I mean, I've I've I've, I've had people. There was a ballad I wrote for it's on on the last album called "Remember Me." And I think I even described the song before before we, we played it. And there were people crying when, when the song was played uh, because they could connect to it in such a deeply emotional way, which is kind of hard to do, if you think about it, with a nonverbal song. It's really easy to, to, to do that when, when there are lyrics. But when there are no lyrics and all you're hearing is the music, um, that's a tall order to, to, to connect on that. But um, it's something I, I pride myself on, and it's it's something that I hear from people a lot. That hey, yeah, I've I felt that man. I've I really connected with that. 
Wow, yeah, that's that's pretty powerful when, like you said, there's no words. You're, you're able to connect like that. So yeah, you do yeah. have several great tracks. Do you have a favorite one? <laughs> so uh, for, from, from, from each project, I probably do. Now, this is hard for me because as an artist, I find it hard to actually listen to my stuff, number one. Number two, when I do, I find it hard to listen to it without tearing it apart, critiquing it. With that said, on the current the current album, this is hard, but if I had to pick top three from the current album, it would probably be the title track, Resilient. Not this not these are not in order. Um Me and Tilly's, which is yet to be released. And probably a toss-up between the grind and what's likely to be the next one released and that is a song called road trip um that would be the three from from this project now in, in the past i'm i'm partial to unstoppable from the relentless album it's a lie from the relentless album i mentioned remember me and then there are three songs from a previous previous project called dream uh, one is called Valencia, which is my wife's name, is a ballad I wrote I wrote for, for her. Love Come My Way, which is kind of a blend when you listen to it between an R&B ballad, of course, without lyrics, and, and gospel. And either 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 Dream or, or Bronx Groove. Those, those would be my tops. Okay, awesome. Well, we are going to go ahead and take another quick break. We're going to listen to On the Run, and we'll be right back.
you just heard On the Run by Daryl Evan Jones right here on Dr. Davina's Dots. So Daryl, so far we've talked about your musical history, we talked about your music, and now we're going to get a little bit personal. So I want to talk about, you know, some of your interests outside of music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> In- interests and, and necessities. Um, I've actually been a licensed commercial aircraft mechanic. I say commercial because I got my licenses um, three years prior to actually starting working. Uh, since 1987, um, Continental Airlines was the first airline I ever worked for, first airplane I ever turned a wrench on. Um, in addition to that, uh, my favorite hobby is, um, of all things, home improvement. So you can see a theme here, like work with my hands. I also, in my younger days, teenage days, I was a um, competitive amateur bodybuilder and then uh, had, had a hand in a little semi-pro football. Okay. Yeah. Very, very good. All right. So I know that a lot of musicians use their platform to shed light on some of the issues that they're really, you know, passionate about. How do you incorporate your music to raise awareness to support, you know, positive change? For me, the most the most positive change um, that that I seek and want is for people to have a conscience towards and an acknowledgement of God. Um, and I try, I try to use my, my music as, as a reflection of, of, of his goodness and his kindness and his love and, and how much he wants us to in, enjoy this, this thing called life. And in doing so, and, and this is, gosh, this is taken on many forms, whether I'm on a festival stage, a con- concert stage, or even if I go, and I, and I do this from time to time, go to like a senior center or a retirement home and 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 play for them for an hour or so just to just to brighten their day and to let them know that hey you matter you're loved and and that time of interaction is is huge it, it i mean it to be able to affect somebody for even a moment in time is is wonderful um and an old friend of mine who, who's passed on now we, we had an expression that we both we both lived by and the expression was something like if i can't feel better after encountering you than before i encountered you then i don't need to encounter you and that's that's how i try to use my music is is to lift if to lift people up again it's maybe just for this moment in time but if this moment in time can affect you on the positive then then i've, I've done my job Wow. Yeah, I love that. And I love that, you know, going into the nursing homes, that's that's really powerful because there's so many studies that show, you know, the power of music, even when it comes yeah. to, you know, memory and well-being. So I love that. Right. Yeah. So if you had to choose a song, any song that would represent your life, what would it be? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Any song. Oh, my. Man, I feel a little... Ooh blindsided there um i don't i honestly don't know because my life is such a it's such a mixed bag of stuff um between the 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 songs and genres and stuff i've listened to over the years i honestly honestly don't know i mean i had an oddly enough i had an anthem back in the day when i was a gym rat um and 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 this this they allowed me to actually back when we had tapes you know cassette tapes 
they allowed me to plug this cassette tape in on my on leg day and and you could walk in and you knew okay daryl's in the gym and daryl's on leg day and you probably if you knew me well enough you knew about what set and how much weight it had on based on the song and oddly enough my theme song then was bon jovi's wanted dead or alive <laughs> that's that was that was my song um and 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 my my youngest daughter and i she she probably spent the most time traveling me on the road on the road for uh for gigs and stuff uh our song was um Oh gosh, Jesse Johnson and uh, Sly Stone's "Crazy." Um, if, if if you don't know that song, check check that out. It's a great party road song. But I I mean I don't think there's because there's so much of what makes me me. I don't I don't think there could be one song like that. Okay, that's fair. So if you are you know if you need to be lifted up, if you want to be cheered up, what kind of music do you listen to? Wow, another great question depends um there's a song by i should know his name i can see his face so much better with faces than names it's gospel it's a gospel singer the song is yes you can um and watch i'm going to remember his name as soon as we're done but i don't (laughs) i can't think of it right now that's that's one song that definitely lifts me up you give me just about anything by earth wind and fire and and, and i'm and i'm good um give me a sign by dmx is another one okay yeah definitely awesome okay so if you could change one thing about the music industry what would it be (laughs) there's so many things that need to change but if i could change one and this would be more than likely specific to the music industry in America because it's a different animal than most of the rest of the world, to be honest. I I would change the the need to put folks in a box. We as Americans tend to think that's how the rest of the world is, and it's not. Um, Most of the rest of the world just cares about good music. Uh, America says, hey, music may or may not be good, but you belong over here in this box, and don't ever color outside the lines i would i would definitely i would definitely change that just give it a chance you know just just give it a chance do you think that extends to other industries as well or do you think that's specific to the music industry i think it's it's it extends to other industries especially in, in our country especially here because unfortunately and you can you can attach this to just about any any industry in, in america where and I got it you're only in business to make money I got that but here the, the money is is preeminent and when you speak of the entertainment especially the music industry the money is more important than the talent and and that that's that's a shame I mean I just today played one song by three different artists who happen to all be friends of mine to a co-worker and they were stunned literally stunned They've never heard of these people. And I told them, I said, this is what I'm trying to tell you because they didn't fit a box or they didn't feel like doing this, that, or the other or compromising this, that, or the other. And you, you, otherwise you'd have never known about them. That, that's what I would love to change. 
Yeah, and that I would definitely agree with, and and that's really why I love you know the independent music because it's it just is a different flavor. You don't hear it on the radio, you don't hear yeah. it twenty million times a day, and it's just it's unique <laughs> and beautiful and yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's and amazing. you know why you don't hear it twenty million times a day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what is next for you? Um, we, by, by we, I mean my my team and, and myself. We're we're in the we're in the process of filming um, a few videos. I'm saying a few because we're expecting probably two to three more videos just for songs on this project. We're also um, putting things together around the country and in different other other different parts of the world uh, to to get me on stages and, and engaged there. I also have a production company, which people will, will see the logo on at, at the beginning of the, the grind video. And that production company, uh, we've, we've put on events for other artists and we would like to get back to that point um, where, where we can put on these showcase type, I don't want to call them showcases because it makes it sound more like a talent show. That's not what it is. Because these are these are bona fide, talented, skilled artists that, unfortunately, again, most folks probably haven't heard of. But we would like to get back into getting that going again and taking that show on the road to some to anywhere, honestly, anywhere. Okay, that sounds great. Now, how can listeners find you and follow you and connect with you? Uh, everywhere on social media. My website is dejmusic.com. And I did, deliberately did that because it's too hard for people to spell Daryl Evan and not mess it up. Uh, so DEJmusic.com on Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Daryl, D-A-R-R-Y-L, Evan, E-V-A-N, Jones. Uh, and you can download my music, either my website or iTunes or any of the you know, uh, download sites and stream me on Spotify or any of the, the streaming sites. I'm all over the place. Okay, great. And is there anything else that you would like to leave with the listeners today? Yes, please, please enjoy the music. Seek it out and and, and share it, you know, to tell, tell your friends about it. Kind of like, you know, hey, I just saw this great movie. Well, if, if, you're, if you're liking the song, then um, do a brother a favor and tell somebody about it. I'd appreciate it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much again for being here today. And I look forward to the upcoming uh, music that's coming out and look forward to having you back again in the future. I I so appreciate it. And uh, I've enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Thank you again for listening to Dr. Davina Stotts. This is Dr. Davina Smith. May you be filled with positivity, hope, faith, and love.